Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,462. You have to always try to be the best, but you never have to think that you are the best. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I am so revved up and excited to share a show today with you, a very special guest, Hector Catamatori. Hector's calling in from Laverne, California. Hector Catamatori is an automotive artist who was born in Buenos Aires, Argentina. His interest in motor racing started as a teenager, being influenced by the European greats, including Fangio, Gonzalez, and of course, Formula One. He's been selling his illustrations and paintings since 1983 after he graduated. His clients include race teams, corporations, magazines, racing organizations, and private collectors. You'll find his artwork in Dan Gurney's All-American Racers office at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, at Laguna Seca Raceway, Auto Club Speedway Fontana, and automotive corporate headquarters around the world. Hector considers himself a racer with a brush. He also draws and paints, and he raises his Datsun 240Cs, which he affectionately calls the Ferratson, I think that's after Ferrari, we'll find out about that, around Southern California, and he also has a 1991 Volvo 740 that he runs at the 24 Hour of Lemons. Of course, we've had many folks on the show here who run at Lemons, even the founder, and Champ Car Endurance Series. We'll be back in just a minute to talk to Hector, but first... A very important word from our valued sponsors that make Cars Yeah possible. Winter's here and things can get a little messy. Rain, snow, salt, mud, dirt, and everything Mother Nature comes up with can hurt the finishes of your vehicles, both inside and out. I'm not worried, though, because I've used Covercraft car covers on my rides since 1975. Today, Covercraft offers you a total solution to vehicle protection. They make the best-fitting, finest-made car covers in the world and offer a wide variety of materials, colors, and options that protect your paint and the interior, too. Live where it's sunny all the time? Lucky! Covercraft dash covers and sunscreens are the best. Got pets? Messy kids? Messy in-laws? Or just messy friends? Covercraft seat covers are the perfect fit and the perfect solution for keeping your seats looking new and don't forget their custom fit floor mats and trunk liners they are a must-have for all your vehicles your cars trucks van or whatever you drive will say thank you and i've got a deal for you during january 2020 you can get 10 percent off plus free shipping on all covercraft products that's right go to covercraft.com and use the code yeah 120 that's y-e-a-h 120 at checkout that's covercraft.com and use the code yeah 120 at checkout Edelbrock has been the name in automotive performance since 1938. Edelbrock designs and builds thousands of the finest automotive performance products right here in the USA for both street and track. From their AVS2 carburetors to V6 superchargers, if it's more power you crave, Edelbrock delivers. Let's talk superchargers. Whether it's an application-specific system or a universal fit, their precision-made assemblies come in multiple stages for a wide variety of makes and models. Their V6 superchargers are dyno-tested and ensure the perfect fit and maximum horsepower torque 
plus added boost. You'll get huge power gains. I mean huge power gains. Quality construction you can trust and backed by decades of knowledge, Edelbrock is a brand that provides you with proven performance. And I've got a deal for you. This January 2020, you can get 10% off, 10% off, if you use the code CARSYEAH at checkout. Just go to edelbrock.com and use CARSYEAH, all one word, at checkout and get 10% off. Tell them Mark at CARSYEAH sent you. That's edelbrock.com, checkout code CARSYEAH for your 10% off. Hey, Hector, hello, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I have a, a five-point harness here <laughs> well, in good. my chair, Mark, so I'm ready. I'm ready. I hope, I hope we won't need that. I'll try to keep it between the rails. I'd love for you to say hello to our Cars Yeah audience and tell them a little bit about yourself. A little bit about myself. First of all, the reason I ended up in the United States of America was because I was always a big fan of this country. I was in Argentina. I was a teenager, and I I watched all the uh, all the old uh, shows, all the old programs, The Rifleman and Bonanza, and uh, yes, and uh, and all the the great shows, the, the Lone Rangers and Superman, and well, you you know what I'm talking about. And probably uh, you will have to uh, clarify to uh, those under thirty what I am talking about. But uh, but, but well, that's what yeah. YouTube is for. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, but so I was a big fan of this country. Uh, t- towards the end of the uh, of the seventies, I had an opportunity to come to this country uh, through a family who live here in West Covina, is a town near Laverne where I live, and also near Los Angeles. Frankly, I I was doing this type of artwork in Argentina in Buenos Aires. I thought, well, the market is not that big. Then maybe I should go to the States and, and see if I could really focus on my automotive art and my motorcycle art. In Buenos Aires, I used to do all type of artwork. Um, I don't know, cartoons, political cartooning, uh, even architectural renderings uh, besides cars and motorcycles because, well, the, the, the market was not that big. So anyway, I early 80s, I moved to the United States and people um, will ask me, well, why don't we, you go to Europe? And, you know, uh, uh, Argentina is a very uh, European-oriented country. Oh, yeah. You, oh, when you're absolutely. in there, you, you feel like you're in your, Europe. It's an amazing city. Yeah. Well, if you're in Buenos Aires and uh, you think you're in Paris or in, yes. in, in, in yeah. one of the, the big... Uh, so we, we are very, very European-oriented, but I was United States-oriented. And so why would you go to the United... Nobody goes to the United States, except to when people go to Miami to buy TV, cheap TV sets and bring them to the country or something like that. But no, but I I was a big fan, and I I knew everything through the um, through the programs I I, I was telling you about, and uh, well, I knew almost everything. You know, when you move to a place, and and then you have to make a living, and and um, it uh, you, you realize that you knew about seventy percent, and the the other thirty percent was the, the the difficult part. But I am I'm very grateful. This is a wonderful country, and the people really receive me and my family with open arms and. Americans are the uh, Americans are the wonderful people, and uh, and anyway, I became kind of a ambassador to Argentina or from Argentina uh, of the United States because people started uh, knowing a little bit more. In those days, people didn't really uh, move from 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 Argentina or didn't travel that much. I don't know why. Maybe the airfares were were expensive or something. Anyway, and and those who travel went to uh, Europe. So again, I became an uh, unofficial ambassador of uh, Argentina in the United States and 
And immediately the, the, the world of cars and motorcycles, uh, as I said, uh, received me with open arms and, and, and the people here are wonderful. So uh, well, I am thanks. very gra- grateful for this uh, great country. Yeah. Well, we're glad that you came here. I think this is fantastic. And in our pre-show chat, I told Hector that my wife lived in Argentina, Buenos Aires, for about three and a half, four years when she was in high school. She loved that place. She always talks about it to this day, loved the people. Uh, so welcoming and uh, hopes to get back there someday. She wants to take me back there. So one of these days, I'm going to get back down there. Before we start the questions here, Hector, tell us one little thing that maybe people don't know about you. Well, how many people will listen to to what I'm going to say now? Oh, we've got thousands of listeners here, thousands. tens of thousands so of I'm listeners. So there's going to there's going to be a few folks that are going to hear uh, what yeah, you have yeah, to share. Yeah. Yeah, 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 well, that's right. Yeah, well, so I'll I'll say it in very softly, so maybe some okay. people will miss it, and and they will okay. the, the cat <laughs> will not get out of the bag, as you say. All right, I like it. I uh, really use my artwork just to be around racing. I was not uh, an, an artist. Uh, I mean, I nah, was an artist, yeah. but but I really use my artwork, and maybe this will disappoint people who follow my artwork. But I was more interested in in being around racing, not yeah. about art. So I I really Very didn't want to hang out with uh, the, with artists. I wanted to go to the racetracks and and yeah. and hang around the race cars. Well, you know, this is an inter- Yeah, this is a really cool, uh, interesting side of you because uh, a lot of people who love the passion of automobiles. And that's what Cars yeah is all about. People who've wrapped that passion for cars and racing into their careers. Whether you're a writer, you can get involved with automotive writing. You're an mm-hmm. artist, a photographer, a journalist, a celebrity. I mean, there's all these different ways that you can wrap this passion for cars. So I don't think we need to keep that secret down. I think it's a fantastic way that you've gotten involved with cars and racing. Uh, and your artwork is so spectacular. I think it's great. Well, listen, as we continue on your journey, I would love for you to share a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that has meaning for you. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires smoking here on Cars. Yeah. So, Hector, I know you love to drive. Take the wheel. If I have to come up with a quote or with, a, as you said, something that really impressed me was uh, a couple of things. One was from the, from the great Juan Manuel Fangio. Fangio, who was incredible driver, respected and, and admired. And one thing he said was that you have to always try to be the best, but you never have to think that you are the best. I don't know if it, if it's a little, I mean, it, it's a little translation, but hopefully you get the the idea that uh, that Fangio uh, was a very humble, very modest with uh, with the way he behaved and all that, even though he was by far the best of his generation, and uh, that he never gave the impression that he was above everybody else, uh, all the country. So I hope I am I'm translating the, the, his quote, but I but I think you understand that. Uh, yes, he, he said, "Always try to be the best, but never think that you are, are the best." And, yeah, yeah. And be I humble about your success. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, exactly. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good way of saying it. Uh, and the other, and, and the other one that I uh, always stuck with me, and I don't know why, but uh, this is uh, this is a little bit more mundane, more more. Uh, it's, it says, uh, always dress for the job that you want to get, not for the jo- job that you are doing. <laughs> yeah, I like that or, one. Or y- something. Yeah, like, uh, uh, yeah. I try to remember the, the exact quote, but I think it was like that. Uh, that always you know, dress for yeah. the, 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 the job that you want to get. Not for the job that you're doing. 
You know, when I was, I just got out of college, I worked at a graphic design and advertising firm. And, you know, we were artists and creative people. And so we kind of dressed the part. And I remember my boss one day saying, you know what, we're going to start dressing like our clients because that way they'll, they'll accept us as more professional. And some of us kind of fought that, like we got to wear suits and ties. What the heck? But we were dealing with professional business people and that's what they wore. And it made a difference. Uh, they did respect us more. They treated us more like their peers. So yeah, it's the old saying, dress for success. So uh, dress for the job you want, not the job you're doing. Yeah. So what, you know, we're in the new year here. I can't believe I'm saying this. It's 2020, which is incredible to me. I don't know where life is going, but it's certainly going by fast. Uh, what do you have going on in your art business that has you excited and fired up in this new year? My job, it's uh, always very exciting. I mean, I am always doing uh, race cars and motorcycles, and I am around racing people. Everything is exciting every day, not just uh, the end of the year or the beginning of the year or the middle of the year. Everything is exciting. If you really are in, in our business, in, in ra- especially in racing, it's always exciting because the nature of especially racing it's racing is basically uh controlled chaos as you know uh nothing is settled and uh, and so that i think i that type of uh, chaotic situation uh gives you this feeling of this adrenaline rush every day uh, I am always excited about about the projects, whether it's a, a, a painting or an illustration for a magazine or even a Christmas card. So it, it's always exciting. Well, that's the joy of doing what you love. When did you realize, uh, Hector, that you wanted to be an automotive artist? Was there kind of a pivotal mo- point in your life when you went, you know what, this is what I am going to do? Well, the um, uh, I started um, getting uh, interested in in cars and race and racing in in the late sixties. After I, at the towards the end of high school, you you are at that age that you start getting interested in certain things. And and I always draw. And I always I was always draw, uh, drawing. And uh, and I remember my teachers will will uh, will call and say, uh, Mister Calamartori, what are you doing? And oh, say, bring me yeah. what you are doing, and uh, and I will, yeah. obviously I was doing a, a, a drawing of a car, or a, the teachers will say, okay, go back, finish, and then <laughs> give it back to me. And they and they will <laughs> keep the the little drawings, and and uh, uh, and I was um, drawing uh, cars, but also I like the World War Two um, subject matter. I will uh, draw the uh, the Sherman tanks and the the the, the German Stukas and uh, Messerschmitts and Spitfires and and uh, and uh, P fifty one Mustangs, Mustangs yeah, yeah, sure. Mustang and, <laughs> and the soldiers and the Tommy guns, and so I knew all that. But uh, towards the end of the um, of the sixties, I started um, getting more in, more interested in in cars, and then I I saw Grand Prix the movie. And that uh, was it. Yeah. I mean, I saw, uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, I uh, we went with a friend of mine to see the movie. And I think we went like eight times to see the movie because the first three or four, we pay attention to the dialogue and all that. And then the rest of the times, we just disregard the dialogue. And we started looking uh, uh, in the backgrounds. And they would say, oh, look at that. that that's uh, La Source uh, herping. And, and uh, look at over there. That's uh, uh, Ferrari uh, uh, whatever. And and uh, yeah. and, um, and so anyway, we, I, I think it was eight or nine times we went with my friend. With a friend oh, my gosh. Friend. That's pretty and, cool. Uh, <laughs> yes, and then that's what really, um, um, and then I started uh, drawing, um, drawing cars and, and uh, mainly cars. And uh, when I finished 
when I was about to finish high school, my my dad said, "Well, well, Hector, if you like cars and everything, why don't you go to to the university of mechanical engineering or something like that? Uh, th- those type of careers that will put you in in touch with uh, with cars and racing." And okay, fine. That, that I th- I think was a good idea. I thought it was a good idea. Oh my God! What a disappointment! I went. To, I did the two years of mechanical engineer. I could not stand the place. I wanted to go racing. There was nothing racing in mechanical. There were all yeah, these no, books, not and much there, math and <laughs> physics. Yeah. And and towards the end of the second year, everything became gray. The uh-huh. university was gray. The trees were gray. The people oh, were gray. Yeah. Everything was gray. And so I told yeah, my dad, "Not dad, your thing." I want to go racing. I don't want to. I want to go yeah. to, to to races. This is not for me. Okay, fine. What are you going to do? Well, I think I'm going to. Um, I, well, I, I wasn't a mechanic or a fabricator, sponsor or a driver or anything. So, uh, but I had my, my artwork. So I told him that I was going to go to a to a local magazine called Corsa Magazine in Buenos Aires and see if they had a job for me. So I went there. And uh, and they applied, and then my dad said, "Well, that's fine, but remember, you have to make a living eventually." With yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> exactly. these people, yeah, they are journalists. They have it's a magazine. They they make a living doing that. They hired me not to to do artwork only, but to take care of the uh, photo files. And then because I I I knew English, I helped help translating articles. And and then after six or seven months, they just gave me a, a position as a journalist. And so I started writing and 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 then they gave me the, the motorcycle section of the, of the magazine. And uh, I also was uh, doing uh, artwork. So that was my my your end to in a the, career the world yeah. of <laughs> racing. So I, yeah. I, I I mentioned to you earlier that really um, um, I always wanted to be around racing and and art was my art was the my my ticket into the world of racing and that's why I never uh, really uh, uh, hang around artists or went to art shows or anything. I just I wanted to be around racing and be that's up to happened. track. Yeah, there uh-huh. you go. Very cool. Well, let's take a short break and say thank you to a couple of our sponsors, and we'll be right back. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for the enthusiast and the collector. It's your monthly must-read whether you dream of owning a collector car, have two cars, or 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Plus, you'll get the exclusive SEM guide to restoration shops included for free. At checkout, use the code CARSYEAH and receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription. It's an exclusive offer from me here at Cars Yeah. I'm Mark Green, and I love Sports Car Market Magazine. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. You take care of your cars, 
but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. All right, Hector, we are back, and I have a bit of a question for you here. I want you to think back to a time that was a great challenge or even a great failure for you. Walk us through that, but more importantly, what was the learning lesson there? What was the positive lesson that allowed you to move forward in a great way? There was one thing when I moved to the United States, there was one thing that took me a while to um, absorb and to digest and to um, uh, use, and it was time. In Argentina, people, the way you work, because it's a more unstable, shall we say, unstable uh, situation. Our Argentina is uh, very chaotic, very uh, very difficult. I think that uh, if, uh, if uh, Americans would move to Argentina, specifically Buenos Aires, but Argentina in general, they will last uh, about two months until they are they are eaten alive by the system and ah, then they okay. and they they will they will just flee and and escape and come back yeah and come back because of that when i came to this country i realized that when you're doing something in shall we say september and october you're really doing something for march of next year because americans uh, plan ahead they give you the commissions. And so that took me a while uh, when I approached companies or, or things with, with, with ideas or with projects. I didn't realize that if I wanted to do something for March, I, wanted, I had to go to the, to the company or to the client in, 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 uh, in September, October or November. Way ahead of the yeah. time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, in, in Buenos Aires, you don't know what will happen the next week. Let alone oh wow! Okay, yeah. Six months from things then, are so. things aren't quite that stable, that organized. No, right? exactly. So if I go to uh, to meet a, a potential client or or, or somebody with a, with an idea for, and I go in October and to tell them that well, this this will be for your celebration in in March of next year, they yeah. will look at me and say, like what next year? What? How can you think that far ahead? Yes, uh, uh, we're yeah. we're planning for next week. And, and yeah, if we are lucky, yeah. uh, next week uh, will still be um, the plan. Will be still will still yeah. be uh, um, will still be good uh, because you know the, the the economy, the way the the system works in Argentina is very unstable. And uh, but I yeah. mean, we we all learn. Look, I I lived there for, for a long so, time. So so big. This is a big I, I, I cultural shift for you, right? That was a big culture. But uh, as I mentioned earlier. I was so um I always I was so um uh, enamored of this country that there were a few cultural things but nothing major nothing major except for this mm-hmm. Time yeah. thing that I yeah. just mentioned, but I hit the ground um what do you say that uh, hit the running. ground running or running, something yeah. like that yeah. yeah, my I knew almost everything about, and the other thing was that I was fluent in English, and that was yeah. a big, well uh, that helps a, big, a lot uh, yeah. 
You know, I used to, uh, yeah, I used to import a lot of products from all around the world, a company I was with before, and and trying to learn to work with different cultures and the way they approach things was quite a challenge. And uh, some of them would get very upset with me when I'd say, well, why aren't the products here? You promised they'd be here. And they'd say, well, why are you so worried about this? And I'm like, well, because clients are ready to buy stuff. I need it to sell, you know, and they're like, well, calm down, relax. Why are you so worried? I'm like, what do you mean? Why am I so worried? So, and then going to Japan for business, uh, I learned a whole nother level of corporate, or I shouldn't say corporate personal norms of how you interact in meetings and things. It was very different. So I, I find that very intriguing. That's very, very interesting. Uh, I know that when my, my wife came back from Argentina, she had a lot of catching up to do because the social norms were, were way behind the U.S. and she was in high school. So she got here and she didn't even know about the current TV shows. Clothing was very different and everybody's looking at her like, where did you come from? Mars or something? Um, because everything was so different. Yeah, so, well, uh, yeah. The, um, the, um, uh, the other thing that really impressed me was that uh, it was about the American executive. In this country, you talk to the president of the company and uh, the president of the company gives you the impression that is uh, the janitor. The American executive uh, uh, was always very, very down to earth. Approachable? Uh, yeah. Very approachable, very down to earth. While we in Argentina uh, still use the, the European hierarchy, style of, uh, yeah. hierarchy that yeah. uh, the president of the company will walk through the lobby and there was a paper in the in on the ground or something on the floor and then they will call somebody to pick up the his, oh the, the, yeah the they but wouldn't here, stop and pick it up yeah the pre- the president of the company would uh, just stop by pick it up put it in the trash or something and yeah. just keep yeah. going and 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 the same thing with uh, with others with in, in many many other areas you uh, interesting uh, that impressed me a lot but I, I wouldn't say approachable I mean you can be approachable but still uh, but but no not only approachable but the people were were not pretentious or or yes yeah. they were interesting pretentious, but interesting. I, I am the yep. I am the president or I am the vice yeah, president that's of marketing me. or something <laughs> no yeah. uh, the Am- Americans in general always been. Um, like the, like this in in, in general in general yeah. Do you have a, a first really special car that's in your life? A, a first car that you got that you went, man, I finally got this. I've wanted it forever. Um. Uh, well, no. The first car that I really liked was not mine. It was my dad's, and uh, and it was a Ford Falcon. In Argentina, we had the Falcon, but the previous generations, uh, uh, Ford started making the Falcon, but the, the model that you had here. And I mean, they started in the in the sixties, but the the instead of the Falcon that you had here, the second or third generation, we uh, Ford of Argentina uh, started making the the first generation, but they they changed it and remodeled it a little bit. They 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 ended up really being really nice cars. And uh, my dad one day showed up with a with a Falcon called the two twenty one. They had the two twenty one XP with shifter on the floor, and uh, yeah. oh Jesus, it was a, a <laughs> rocket ship and. Uh, and that was the really a car that I I really loved. And before that, my dad was always a, a Ford guy. In in Argentina, you have the Chevy guys and the Ford guy. So my my dad was a Ford guy, and he had a, a forty six uh, Ford coupe, a black forty six Ford coupe. It was beautiful, and uh, and my dad would uh, uh, had uh, took it to the to the muffler shop, and he had the uh, the exhaust. 
coming uh, out of the, under the, I mean, right under the 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 the, uh, the door. Uh, oh on yeah, both sides. the side exhaust. Yeah, <laughs> the side exhaust. But because you would be, uh, you would get a ticket if he, if it was too loud. He would have the the regular system with, but the 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 side uh, exhaust had a little. Plus. A bypass for the side types. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> he will he will drive to Buenos Aires, and before entering the city limits, he will get out and put the uh, and put the plugs on the on the uh, on the exhaust uh, on the side pipe pipes. And the, uh, uh, side pipes, and, and <laughs> yeah. so he will he will have he will be legal. So, <laughs> so there you go. But when That's when cool. he didn't have the plugs. That that uh, V eight was beautiful. So was loud. That's yeah, another very cool. That really, that I really, really enjoy. What but fun. it was not mine. They were, they were not mine. Yeah. That's okay. Well, let me get in your head a little bit, Hector. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle, what kind of car would Hector be? Well, you know, um, I, I think I would be a, a Datsun 240Z. Okay. Why is that? Because the, the Datsun, the, the 240Z personality is similar to mine. It's simple, easy to fix. It doesn't give you any trouble. And mm-hmm. I think I'm like that. I'm 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 like a <laughs> very nice. and and I yeah. and I think I'm pretty agile and uh, and uh, a yeah. little sporty at the same time. So and I'm uh, and I'm not very expensive. I don't have expensive tastes. So nice. I think Nicely uh, done. that that would be a, a Datsun 240. 240Z. There you go. Well, we're entering the last lap. I know you like to get out on the track and have a little fun with your 240Z. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick Blips of the 240Z throttle. Kind of a lightning round here. So here we go. What uh, what personal habit do you believe you have that has contributed to your successes over the years? I think that one of them is that I I don't give up. I mm. I, I don't Persistence. give up. Persistence. I'm very persistent. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm yeah. I'm and um, and then the other thing is I don't get upset w- with people very easily at all. Mm, I'm, nice, I'm, nice um, attribute. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't, no, I, I'll call you I, that I would, as well. Well, if, if somebody, if I don't get along with somebody, I will just I avoid the person in, and it will not, and I will, and also, I think I always give uh, people the benefit of the doubt. I don't like to rush to judgment and and before knowing exactly what happens, and and I am always around my circles and the people that know know me. They 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 know that I am a diplomat. I am. A, there you go. There you go. If I could wave my magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would it be? Um, it, it would have to be somebody from the racing world. And I was very fortunate to have been in contact with my two big heroes. One was Juan Manuel Fangio and the other one was uh, Dan Gurney. So so I, I wouldn't count them because I had a chance to meet them and talk to them and all that, um, but I don't. I don't know. I, I'll have to think longer if 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 we have time. <laughs> maybe I can answer you uh, in, uh, afterwards. But but um, I'll have to think uh, uh, a little longer about that. How about the best automotive advice you've ever received? Um, the the best automotive advice was from my uh, dear friends uh, who helped me with my racing. Uh, a couple of them, especially my my dear friend Gino Londi who is a veteran of uh, racing and classic cars, he taught me a lot. And I think that being very clean and and taking my time 
when I work on my cars, especially mm. race cars. But when I work yeah. on my cars, that was the the best uh, because I not only he, he told me, but he showed it to me. Uh, the way yeah. he worked, uh, I, I learned a lot. Nice, nice. Great friend to have. How about a yes. resource? Is there a resource that you would share with our listeners that you find really helpful? This could be a website, a supplier, maybe it's an app you use, or it could be a person in your life. I think my my best resource was history, the history books. History will teach you a, a lot and will help you avoid mistakes because other people have done it. Uh, and I'm talking not only about personal uh, way, but also uh, in the um, uh, institutional way. You see people and uh, institutions, in, including racing, uh, the racing world, making mistakes that uh, other people made before. And and history showed that certain things don't work. And 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 history, I think that is is our best resource, not only in a personal but also in the institutional, even in politics and even in especially in racing. Yeah, I think they need to do a better job teaching the uh, kids these days history lessons, uh, so they don't uh, repeat the problems that we've had in the world in the past. Seems like they've forgotten a lot of history. I don't know why, but it sure seems that way. How about a book? Is there a book that you've read that you'd like to share with our listeners you think they should read as well? The books I read that really made an impact are in Spanish. Um, and the short stories in, in Argentina, they really made an impact. But, uh, but uh, again, the, um, uh, I like to read history books, and especially racing history books. Um, I don't read fiction at all because the, uh, um, because the real histories are much more interesting and much more <laughs> uh, engaging than than even fiction. So I like to read history, whether it is uh, racing or it's uh, um, uh, uh, World War II or that type of, I mean, or, or history. Have you ever read the book, The Arsenal of Democracy by A.J. Bame? Well, that's a famous book. I haven't read it, but I wish I, uh, yes, I, I, I would love to read it, but I know what it is. Yes. Yeah, definitely should read that book. Uh, A.J., uh, was a guest on New Year's Day here. He was a guest a couple years ago. Uh, he has a new book out called A Hundred Dream Cars. It's a bunch of stories from his writings in the newspaper, but uh, The Arsenal of Democracy is just an amazing book, and I think it really gives justification to uh, Ford and what they did, um, and uh, the son of Henry Ford, of course, uh, and what he did during World War II. So check that out, listeners. I'll make sure I put a link to that on Hector's show notes page. I understand it is, uh, the, the, the book is about how the, uh, America uh, turned into a big uh, war machine uh, to combat the, the Nazis and the, and the Japanese. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's an incredible book. It's, it has some history that I had no idea ever even happened, so uh, I think it's great. All right, we're up to the checkered flag here, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to buy you a very cool collector car today. In fact, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car or vintage race car, if that's what you want, that you can have. It doesn't matter who owns it. I'm going to park it in your garage. But there are some rules to my game that might make the way you answer this a little bit of a challenge. One is it's the only collector car you can have. You have to drive it. No garage queens allowed around here. And you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with. So that little trick is off the table. What can I buy you, Hector? I want the 1969 Matra MS80 in which um, Jackie Stewart won the, the Formula One World Championship. 
An F1 uh, car. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, that the Matra, <laughs> the Matra Cosworth, that, uh, that Jackie Stewart, I really like that car. Um, yeah. But I wow. obviously, I cannot, I cannot drive it. Uh, uh, well, you can drive around. it on the track. Uh, well, yes, I can, I can, I can drive it around the track. But if you it's can a, vintage if race it's it, a, yeah. A car, um, uh, um, a car that I could drive and I would like a, a Maserati 300S. The, the sports car, the Maserati. Oh, the my gosh. It's also a race car, but I think that with the help of some friends, I can find a license plate somewhere in. Drive I think so. Plate. Yeah, I can help yeah, you with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Well, those are two pretty special cars. But listen, um, you know, I've had a lot of guests on the show here. You're my 1,462nd guest. I can't let you choose two. You got to choose yeah. only one. So if you had to choose between the Matra or the Maserati, I know which one I would which car is it going to be? Well, I, I think I will go with the with the Matra, with an MS, oh! with the MS eighty. Wow! Yeah, you're a diehard racer, so I, yes, I would I have am. chosen the Maserati because I could drive it on the street. But um, you know, I know why you chose that, Hector. You're a diehard race car driver. Awesome choice, my friend. That's an incredible car, of course. Incredible race car driver, Hector. You've taken me on a great ride today. This has been really fun. I want to thank you for sharing your stories. Could you uh? Offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you race off down the track in that 69 Matra MS80. We are in a wonderful business. Car and racing is a wonderful business. And uh, I think that we should uh, enjoy and uh, and those who uh, young people who uh who are thinking about, oh, what am I going to do after high school and all that, get into the in our industry. It's a wonderful industry, and uh, and you will enjoy your work uh, until you die, and yeah, uh, yeah. and that's what I'm hoping I'll 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 stay around uh, around <laughs> for a long, long and time. cars and and motorcycles and all that. So that that's what I would uh, give uh, as a piece of advice. How can people follow along with you? Where can they find your work and what you do? Frankly, uh, if you Google my name, uh, Hector Caremartori, you can you'll find uh, all kinds of. Uh, I don't have a a, a working w- website uh, per se, but I am very fortunate it, uh, of having uh, uh, wonderful friends, uh, including Team Considine, who is managing the the, the website authors and artists. Uh, which I share with other members of the racing community and authors and photographers and 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 Tim Considine. Who, by the way, uh, I would like to mention his book. He, have you? Have you? I'm sure you've seen. Or I've got copies of it. Yeah. Well, what a book! <laughs> what a book! Yeah. And uh, yeah. So thank you, thank you, Tim, for for helping with that website. But uh, other than that, you can you can find me in the in the net with I'm in and the website. There you uh, go. Yeah, on the uh, just Google his name. Tim Considine's been a guest several times on the show here. His son's been on the show. His latest book series, I've got copies of those. He came back and talked to me about that. So, uh, yeah, Tim's a good buddy as well. Listeners, you can find everything that Hector just shared on his Cars Yeah show notes page. I'll put links here. I encourage you to reach out, uh, find out, check him out. Just go to Google and put his name in there, Hector Cadamatori, C-A-D-E-M. A-R-T-O-R-I, and you'll find everything about him. Hector, muchas gracias, my friend, for being a guest on the show today. This has been really fun to get to know you better. I want to thank you for uh, uh, being on the show. I want to shout out to Doug Stokes, who introduced me to you. He's introduced me to some wonderful people, so thank you, Doug. Until you and I talk again, Hector, I'll see you down the road. 
I have to thank you, uh, Mark, not only for your time, and and I have to thank uh, Doug Stokes for introducing me to to you and to your work, but uh, also for I'm very honored that I am in a group with such a, an incredible uh, number of member of our of our sport of our of absolutely our absolutely. Yeah, well, you so you're much. well placed here. You're welcome. You're welcome. This has been really fun. Thanks so much, and happy New Year to everybody. Hey, Mark Green here from Cars Yeah. Did you know you can now see me on the Cars Yeah TV show? It's a weekly visit to some of my past Cars Yeah podcast guests, and I take you along for the ride. You go behind the garage door and into their lives, their businesses, and you get to see what makes them successful. With tens of millions of viewers, Cars Yeah TV is making its mark. Cars Yeah TV is available on Mav TV and Lucas Oil Racing TV. You'll find Mav TV on Direct TV. Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through Lucas Oil Racing Television online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!